We've all been there. Playing a game and then you're suddenly hit with a curveball that made you go WTF. Let's relive those moments in gaming in this episode of Pop Pixel. Okay. Hello. 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 Hey. Hello. Can, can you go? go? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is um, a new type of episode. Uh, so, and before we start, I'm Cor and I'm joined by Thor and the V. So, yeah, we're gonna do our first list. Episode. Brand, brand new, brand new. Top three list, and I think for Soy top one list. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just call it collectively the, the, top. <laughs> the list. Yeah, the list. The list. Yeah, I like this it. This is the list. <laughs> going from our intro, these lists are are personal WTF moments in gaming. But yeah, uh, I guess I'm gonna start with Final Fantasy VII. Of course, of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Aries, the Aries death scene. Uh-huh. Uh, this is the the moment when in the Shinra Tower, um, after they were captured by Shinra. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They, they were in their respective. I, I I cannot say they are cells. They're more like uh, rooms with locks. Sorry, sorry. Uh, by the way, uh, before I we have or continue. Big spoiler alert for everyone who hasn't played any of these what? games. Come on, FF7. I mean, what if someone was like, you know, yeah, fine, fine, fine. I mean, you yeah, know, spoiler alert for everyone. But yeah, so after after a while, after they discussed about uh, reminiscing and stuff, um, after they slept, and then when they woke up, suddenly it's just chaos in the Shinra Tower. Uh, and then when they when they went out, it's just blood and everywhere. Um, it's apparently Sephiroth came to the building mm-hmm. and killed majority of the guards and about to and he's about to attack uh, the president. Uh, this was a powerful WTF moment to me back then, since this kind of sets the tone of of the Final Fantasy world, the bigger world of the Final Fantasy. Apart from you going out out of Midgar, I mean that's also another WTF moment that. Uh, there's a bigger world out there. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, because you've been playing like the bodyguard, the Shinra bodyguard, it, it was, it was as if like it is not like, not necessarily a heist game at that point, but it's more like bombing game. So you kind of feel that you're part of an organization that's, that's bombing the macro reactors for. Let's like it felt like a little political, and then eventually, boom! There's just blood everywhere. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Just, just, just at the point where in you're about to uh, get, get face to face with with the president. Shinra president. Uh, I mean, it's 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 just a double WTF moment for me. Okay, I thought for a moment there you were so you, when you mentioned like bombing, I I was reading your your lips. I thought you were supposed to say orgasm or something. <laughs> how but did it, we get? I I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's just how loot my mind is. I guess. <laughs> I also have a WTF moment oh, in Final Fantasy okay. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Wow. <laughs> here we go. WTF As moment. As someone for... who's watching Core play, play his games. I think my biggest WTF moment in Final Fantasy VII, Cloud, dressed up as a girl. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Cause it was so funny and very surprising to me because it's my first time saying it. I was like, what the fuck? That, that like, is actually an iconic moment, actually, actually, even from the original. Actually. I mean, it's so funny. I, I don't know. It, it felt so funny at that time. And I was so surprised because if you will see Cloud, he looks so uh, manly and very mysterious, very um introvert kind of guy, mysterious dude. And then something like this happened to him. Like, so funny. And WDF at the moment. I guess, I guess for, for us who played, it was more of like um, having our imaginations come to life. Because yeah. we were seeing them as blocks back then. Yeah, so yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. how convincing Cloud I was know, as know, a woman. Actually, we kind of felt that when Corneo picked you, it was kind of stupid. Because mm-hmm. how can you pick Cloud out of out of out of yeah. and people? I think that's that's the irony of it. Yeah, and when when you see when you see the the remake, the remake, well, it's it was, possible. Uh, it's a bit convincing, right? <laughs> More convincing rather than two D version. Like when he when he was dressed up as a girl, it was oh yeah, he can be like a pretty lady. Like what happened? <laughs> it's the WTF moment. For me, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, for me, sorry guys, uh, venturing away from the Final Fantasies because. Let me take a guess. Uh, what? 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 Metal. <laughs> <laughs> for for our avid for our avid listeners, they usually know that it's either gonna be FF7 or Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Oh well, this should have been like the MGS or FF7 podcast. WTF. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, uh, on a side note, well, yeah, it's gonna be from Metal Gear Solid, specifically MGS3. What a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> MGS3. Um, there was a dream sequence, which is like I think you can actually miss it, or yeah, you can miss it if you. I read the guidelines, so you need to save your game before you trigger the sequence. Uh, like you know, any typical gamer, if you probably like doing like a, a straight run of the game and you and you don't. Like restart from any from the save, then you you I think you you'll be able to skip the sequence. But if you save and then you stop after you reload the save, it's gonna trigger the sequence. So this was when uh, Big Boss was being, or rather, when Naked Snake was uh, being tortured by Volgin uh, in Groznygrad. You get tortured, right? Like you know, in any, every other yeah. MGS game, there's a torture scene, like being electrocuted and whatnot. So this was the part when uh, he lost his eye. Mm-hmm. So when you sleep and then you save, you get to trigger the sequences like uh, you're in a prison, you have uh, two blades in your hands, mm-hmm. and then your enemies are all zombies. It, it, it instantly turns into a hack and slash type of game. Apparently, this was like uh, a teaser for Zone of the Enders 3, oh. which yeah, which Kojima was supposed to like direct or helm. Mm-hmm. It never happened. It got canceled. Uh, so this this Easter egg only existed for the for me it's a WTF moment right I mean when when I got to it and when I saw it I was like what the hell is this I actually thought it was supposed to be Castlevania which is also an IP by Konami and then I read through it here it's it, it's only included in the PS2 version in the other oh, versions the remakes the HD remasters it was yeah it's it was cut it was cut. So that's my first WTF moment for contribution for our episode. Wow. Uh, Thank you for contribution. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess my second one will be for The Last of Us Part 1. Oh, Last uh, of Us. There we go. This is heavy. The, the ending of The Last of Us Part 1, which is uh, It's Ellie or the World. 
Oh yeah. Uh, Ellie. Well, after your our, your arduous journey over basically delivering Ellie to the fireflies, and then Joel just found out that Ellie's about to be dissected to be studied. Yeah. Because she's the only immune person to the to the virus. The virus. This was like a really shocker for me back then. Since why did you do all that uh, stuff? All the all those play wars, all all those uh, zombies. Well, they're not actually zombies, but all those fears that you had to fight and then you're just left with a decision wherein you, you have to save and it kind of gives you the prompt if you want to save Ellie or her B and save the world then it was hard because you get you get attached to Ellie yeah. throughout the whole story she gets she gets to um, give you her life story and you see the bond with, between Joel especially going through the first few scenes with Joel and um seeing him lose his daughter oh yeah and eventually see Ellie as like a daughter as well yeah mimicking being a mirror of her daughter so it, it was a really hard call I mean if I'm, I'm just happy that this is a video game I'm not sure if I can handle that in real whatever that will happen to me and um, I often think that that one one life can be sacrificed for the greater good. Yeah. But when I saw this this problem, it was different. It was, right? it was really a conundrum for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to say uh, I remember that moment very vividly as well. Uh, the Last of Us was one of the few games I played on the PS3 as well when it came out. That was not Metal Gear, not Final Fantasy, not your usual. You not know, Kojima. Not Kojima related, but yeah, it was uh, one off, and I remember I remember that moment very vividly. But to me, it was just that. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's ironic. It defeats the purpose of the whole journey, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like saving that one person that mattered to your life. Oh, oh wow. That's so yeah. profound. And the, the way he killed everybody, it's like leaving no loose ends. That's just and, it. And, and it was it was kind of um how do you say this? Raw. Yeah. Raw in the sense that it's just like fighting for survival. I, I don't know how, how how it unfolded. It was yeah, really it's like it's left it's an open yeah, type know, of open ended uh, thing. Here, Joe, are you gonna save Ellie or you or know, save the humanity? Let, let her uh, be subjected to all this. Yeah. But I mean it's it's everyone. it's it's so easy to say that you can contribute to the greater good of humanity yeah. but if you know that it'll be the, at the cost of the life of the person yeah. because there's no other way right I mean they have yeah. to kill her because that's the only way for them to study her right yeah. you know mm-hmm. so yeah. and there's no um, there's no way that they're gonna be sure you know that she'll survive yeah. yeah yeah exactly it's like an experiment yeah. so. I'm gonna piggyback on <laughs> I, I, I'm, I was supposed to say that she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna continue it on I'm gonna continue with the biggest WTF moment for the part two of of the Last of Us, it will be spoiler alert. Joel will die. The part oh my two. God, Joel died! Oh, yeah. Holy oh no! Sh- it's like I haven't finished the game. Oh no! <laughs> it's I like know. I haven't clocked in. Yeah. Hundreds of hours on I YouTube. I think that's kind of surprising because Joel is the main character and. Not in this game. <laughs> I know he is. He's like the main protagonist, and then at the beginning was he was dead already. It was so surprising because I think a lot of gamers, a lot of the players, um, are looking forward to seeing Joel again and his adventure with including Ellie, me. including including, including Core. Forward to play. So it was such um, a roller coaster ride. You could play him a few, like in a few. Sequences. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but seeing someone, uh, someone so popular died. Beginning of the story is so freaking weird and heartbreaking. Yeah. 
I guess for me, I kind of understand that they want to subvert expectations. I kind of feel that I kind of felt that they did it just for the sake of subverting expectations rather than uh, it being an integral part of the story. Yes, I know uh, a lot of people might argue with me because the, the whole story hinges on Joel dying and then seeing Abby, uh, Abby Abby's side and everything. But I don't know, it just didn't felt right for me. Or I guess I would have loved it if ever uh, Joel's death happened sometime in the middle. Mm-hmm. Not, not not that early. Yeah, and not uh, because it's just like them saying that um, uh, from this point forward, Ellie's going to be the... Protagonist. I don't know, I, I just didn't like it on my end. Yes, uh, I was shocked, but uh, I was more sad. Yeah. And sad for the game. Not sad that Joel died. I, I remember this like when we were we were covering this like in a different show. A lot of people are really reacting negatively to it uh, because of the story-wise. Actually, people were really hating on th- this game. I haven't touched it yet. Um, I have it you know, on my backlog, but uh, I understand that maybe it's just how Neil Druckmann really saw the the actual story unfold. Maybe he has the whole storyline written already. He's just chopping it into bits. Maybe that's how he intends it to unfold. I mean, it's just like seeing Glenn die in The Walking Dead. I doubt that. I mean, you doubt that? I really doubt that. So, I don't know if they had plans before to continue this. They do. Not. They do. But, it, but The Last of Us first game wasn't called The Last of Us Part 1. Uh, it was well, just The Last of Us. Yeah, I mean... Now the remake is The Last of Us Part 1. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. why I'm saying I don't think they really have that solid of a plan. I mean, they just have it open-ended so they can work on it eventually. Exactly. Exactly. If it, it gained traction or it was like yeah. really popular. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's possible. But... Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, it... Uh, when it comes to Joel dying, I kind of felt that it was a disservice to his character. Yeah. Since he already survived a lot, know, a lot, a lot of shit. And maybe it's just how they portrayed that, you know, post. It's since it's post-apocalyptic and, you know, pandemic. Maybe, yeah. Just like maybe, in Walking Dead. Like, yeah. anything goes. They kill off your favorite characters. Yeah. Or maybe because it's for writing. <laughs> I don't know how to continue uh, this story. Yeah, well, that, uh, that's another thing. That's one of the... Oh, let's make another WTF moment. Let's kill Joel for that's one of the uh, uh, That's one of the points that a lot of people were complaining, actually. Uh, I mean, uh, at the, I think at the very least, I I can see Joel being killed by a sniper attack, a sneak attack, or in someone's on the higher ground. But uh, that more is a little bit more believable than him not being able to handle these kids. Uh, we're in uh, uh, within within the whole uh, Last of Us one. He's been handling. It's like the, the badass. Yeah. He's the badass. Uh, ah, well, for me, cool. actually, um, the way I could have saw, uh, seen Joel dying is like him sacrificing himself, like probably like, That's, uh, letting himself be eaten, uh, uh, like you know, you know, the usual cliches of the apocalypse. Okay, um, moving out again from the <laughs> moving out and going back. <laughs> I think Cor and Sawyer like tag team tag teaming the episode. <laughs> They're like piggybacking with each other. So I'll I'll you know stray away from the trend. My next WTF moment comes from uh, Devil May Cry Five. Wow, I thought it was Metal yeah. Gear Solid. No, 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 no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's a Devil May Cry Five. Like I'm actually when I was researching these WTF moments, it's like more of uh, looking at the those Easter eggs that I yeah. um, actually you know experienced. So if, um, apparently, if you play the game, it's either if you're a really good hack and slash player, probably if you're a player of 
you know, Souls-like. <laughs> or you probably just ventured on it on a video in YouTube. You can actually kill the the first boss. And it's possible to defeat him in the prologue. Mm-hmm. The prologue has this unkillable boss. It's just, you know, it's you have to lose to him for you to proceed to the yeah. next mission because it's part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. And then actually you can kill him with a few if you're really good. And then when you kill him, um, like an ending scene and, and a credits roll, it's like, and they live happily ever after. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, what, what? Seriously, like uh, Dante and then Nero, and they lived happily ever after. <laughs> they saved the world just like that. But of course, you know, it, we we know that the tale didn't just end there because uh, you eventually find that Eurizen is actually V and Virgil. Mm-hmm. So it's like V, you know. <laughs> um, are you guys familiar with the Devil May Cry series? I played one, two, three. I think I didn't play DMC. Uh-huh. I think I kind of like, like the idea that. Um, they managed to uh, include that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a cool thing. It's a cool nod. We're in. Oh, fine. You're so good. You're, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're surprised. Okay, okay thanks. Just, bye. Just for just you know bragging rights, but yeah, <laughs> that's that's super funny. I mean, it, it's always cool that that games provide the option to do what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and of course, it would it would yep. be a total bummer for game, but at I mean, least we you all know. what you want. I mean, we all know most of the games that we play are linear, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah they yeah. follow a certain path. If if you know if you're really that good, then cheers to you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like the the English version of Ikona. <laughs> Each to his own, I guess. Uh, for my third, I'm gonna go with Nier Automata. Okay, here we go. Here oh we go. My. There's like here a lot go. of WTF. Yeah. The occult classic. This, uh, this this particular thing really got me. Yeah, it really got uh, you. It was it was the moment where uh, when Pascal Pascal is basically a robot who founded a village because he kind of developed emotions. He learned about emotions. So he started founding a village wherein he tries to teach other robots about feelings and stuff. I mean, when you go to their village, as if they're humans. Uh-huh. Uh, majority of the machines that are in, in that world, in that, in that earth, are typically just uh, blind raged and they just uh, just want to kill androids and stuff. Ooh. But um, the, the robots, the machines uh, in Pascal's village are... Uh, borderline sentient. Yeah. Uh, they have feelings and they intellect. They have feelings and stuff. Yeah. And uh, you come across a game. Uh, this is, I think, in the second or the third uh, epilogue after um, new new game plus. You play as a two, wherein the the village is suddenly attacked by um, raging machines, and a lot of the a lot of the friends and PCs that you get to know in that village, majority of them died. Oh, uh, those that okay. you see around when you're tra- traversing it as D2. Oh, and okay. um, anyway, Pascal asks for your help. And then what happened was you you help him and then he says that um, he has brought the children to safety. Mm-hmm. The abandoned factory. Mm-hmm. After defeating everyone in the village, you go to the abandoned factory and you see the, the kids are there. Mm-hmm. Then suddenly you get another attack. This is the protect the children uh, quest. Okay. When you go outside, you can kill all the machines that uh, that are trying to get the, to this to these machines, the sentient machines. And so you go out, you have Pascal, you protect everyone, and then when you get back to them, they're all dead. Oh my! These are like quote unquote the children. They're dead because they so committed killed. suicide. Wow. It's so deep. Yeah, it's and gut wrenching, bro. You you just uh, the voiceover on Pascal. You really you really feel him unhinge. Because he, he thought 
all the emotions and the feelings that a human uh, feels. So uh-huh. he taught them fear. Uh-huh. And in their fear, they committed suicide. They, they killed each That's other. That's so sad, right? It is. It is. And to think that those are quote-unquote children, children and stuff. Yeah. Even, um, the, the only thing that makes you numb about it is, is the fact that you're seeing machines. Uh-huh. But if mm-hmm. it, this is like real humans, uh, characters and stuff, and then we want gruesome. It's dark. Yeah. It is, it is so dark. I mean, I was like... Like all that effort and then all of a sudden. No, not necessarily. I mean... Because they made you feel attached to the robots because it's like, yeah. oh, cool. I mean, they're trying they, to form a community. They're trying to change. They've part of your journey. Yes. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, you just, you're just dead. I think Near Automata is a depressing game. Like, there's like a lot of psychological things that's happening there. Mask. Yeah. Under the game, so I, yeah, it's one of the biggest so WTF. Depressing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's just one part of the WTF moment. There, there are a lot WTF of moments. Moment. There. Yeah. This, this, this is just the thing that just it's you different. Too much. It's hard. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. Um, it's it's something that's just. How about for soy? Okay, I think this is my last WTF moment. Um, I uh, for me as someone who plays Stardew Valley a lot. Oh. I think one of the most. So what I didn't, I didn't know that there was this, like a no, WTF, WTF moment. There's like a lot Valley. of WTF moment in Stardew Valley. Like really, this one. Um, there's because there's like a rumor, like who is the real father of Abigail. <laughs> it's more like a <laughs> like <a> gossip thing. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I think this is not just a rumor because there's like a lot of evidence is pointing out that the wizard is Abigail's father because Abigail's here is. Violet and the wizard's hair is violet as well. And then there's like a lot of cutscenes where Pierre and and Caroline was fighting because just because of clothes. Pierre was like Pierre was like, Am I am I the real father of Abigail? And there's like a scene where where um Caroline was like talking to the wizard, so it's really funny. And yeah, there's like a lot of WTF moments in, in Stardew Valley. I'm just gonna write. I'm, I'm, more I'm like just gonna WTF say this. That there's a WTF there's like moment. I know, I know, I know. That that would be for me as well. It's like <laughs> it's like Soy saying that there's a WTF moment in was that Harvest Moon? Harvest Moon. Yeah, I mean it's it's just like that. And on that note, there are actually a lot of WTF moments on this recording. So yeah. <laughs> uh, before we go to our. Uh, final WTF moment don't forget to like like us on Facebook and yeah. read us on Spotify as that will go share a long your way WTF moment in your yes. <laughs> share us your WTF moments in gaming share with us your WTF moments in gaming or whatnot, or reacting to our WTF yeah. moments. And I'm just gonna say that Stardew Valley is not just a farming, uh, a farming simulator, but, but okay. it also has like <laughs> lots of interesting oh, stories yeah. about the NPCs. Really? Like for example, there's another NPC bachelor there whose name is Shane, and he was like, um, he's suffering from depression. This, this is just like the real, the real housewives of. <laughs> Start too bad. Something like that. Shane is suffering depression. It's like a douchebag at the beginning of the story, but once, once that you started talking to him and like you know being friends with him, he, he's gonna be um, like he's gonna share you what his thoughts are. And like there's like a lot of sometimes in Sarge Valley, there's like also scenes where where Shane thinks of unaliving yeah. himself and stuff like that. And then there's another character, Sebastian, where. Sebastian is like being abused by his his father. I mean stepfather Demetrius. <laughs> like 
you know, if you want drama and farming, just go to Stardew Valley. Like, there's a lot. Wow. <laughs> just telling you guys. I didn't, I can't, I didn't imagine that there was a lot of drama. Wait, another WTF moment in Stardew Valley is you can date the mom and the son at the same time. Like, if what? you want to now, marry... Now that's a WTF <laughs> moment. <laughs> like, both... Usually, um, the moms... the mods? This is like another one. This is the canon or this is the expanded mod? version. But the one that I've said earlier about the, about the wizard and all, that's canon. I mean, that's the original. So these are mods. The, the, these mods, um, this one where you can romance the mom and yeah. the son, these are mods. Uh, it's kind of interesting. No, it's it still counts because it's doesn't count because anyway. it's by fans. Yeah, yeah, it's fan created. Yeah. So that's probably inducing the WTF. Yeah, in the game. but anyway, that's like one of the funniest things. Hey, this, 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 in Stardew Valley, you can date a lot of yeah, but not people. The like, and son. come on, you can date seven persons at, at once. Yeah, but you cannot date the mother and son. That's that's the thing that that, that's that, actually, that really blew my mind. Wait, uh, the reason it's why be you immoral. Can, yeah. the reason why you can immoral romance the mother. Or <laughs> <laughs> listen to me. The reason why you can date the mom is because she's single. She's a single mom. Yeah, but it's not canon. I mean, I've played I know, it as well. It's just, just seven saying. single. So if you want drama, single. farming, you know, <laughs> just play Sergio Valley. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I know this. This, this, this is a whole other level of WTF. <laughs> WTF. The Real Housewives of Stardew Valley. <laughs> no, of Pelican Town. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pelican Town. Well, again, yeah, you know, venturing from foreign soils, uh, like, like they have, like probably, uh, you know, there's a barrier between us three. <laughs> oh, you're here. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not oh, even you're here. Because <laughs> I'm not understanding, right, com- right. comprehending, but. Um, well, for me, my third and last WTF moment goes by to uh, a, a long time ago. Uh, it was Metal this Gear? year. No, not Metal oh, okay, Gear. Okay, okay, okay. Was it was this game? It's an, an Xbox Live arcade game, so that's like the mini games in mm-hmm. Xbox Live. And um, this game was actually an award-winning game. It's called Braid. If you've heard of it, um, the mechanics of the Braid is like a platformer, and uh, what makes it unique is that there's uh, time reversal. Mm-hmm. Like you can Ooh. rewind. You know, yeah. back back in the days, it's like this is a new thing. Like when when games were introduced in racing games, you can rewind if you crashed. There's mm-hmm. limited numbers. So here, you can rewind unlimited times. If you fall down, um, you miss a certain clue in a puzzle. You find it difficult to jump into whatever platform. You can rewind and backtrack. Mm-hmm. And then the the main um, idea or the main goal of the game is like you're supposed to be supposedly you're playing like a gentleman. Who's on off on to a quest to save your love of your life, your uh-huh. damsel okay. in distress. And then the WTF moment comes at the ending. At the ending, you use the mechanics to like for you to know the true ending. You use the mechanics of the pressing the, the, the reverse and okay. the reversal. And then the twist is what happens is actually you're actually the villain. Oh. You're actually the, you, you find wow. out that uh, you're actually a spook who spooks the princess the princess is supposed to have like a knight in shining armor mm-hmm. they're supposed to live happily ever after because you're spooking around the knight dies and the princess runs away from you 
So it's like a continuous process which only plays when you press the reverse button. It's like oh. it really blew my mind. It's like a very childlike game. Yeah. I guess it's one of the examples of like oh this is a kiddie game, but no, yeah. there's a deeper meaning. There's like it. a plot twist. Yeah, at a plot the end. twist. That's why in every level in every stage there's like a quote that uh, you're uh, as you go deeper into the something like that, you get to know the truth that can and then It really blew my mind. It's, it's like, amazing. It's uh, yeah. up to this day. It's one of those like WTF moments in gaming. I, I just researched it a while ago. I want that kind of drama. And you just wake up that everything. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> it's like eventually, oh. eventually you, you're actually in Harvest Moon. Oh. <laughs> And when you say everything's just a dream, it gives me like Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy yeah. vibes. Yeah, I know, everything's I know. just a dream. Yeah, I guess I guess to end the episode. Uh, Um, how do you feel about these WTF moments and would you like them to continue being in in your favorite games since uh, I I kind of well, personally kind of feel that uh, a lot of games are trying to capitalize on uh, these WTF moments this plot twist and stuff and uh, I guess some can argue that uh, it's an overused trope nowadays mm-hmm. uh, what do you think? as a casual gamer <laughs> here we go with the casual um, gamer <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna say that WTF moments are really cool when it's well written, but sometimes why do you guys love it? Especially when you can date the mom in the kid. How is the boss going? Toilet is for the drama. Yeah, I do for the drama. So if it's well written, then it's fine. But when it's kind of forced, then it's okay to have like. I don't think so. I think all these moments are essential to games mm-hmm. because it gives like a wonderful experience to the players. So yeah, I don't care if it's cliche or what or or um like if I'm a if I'm a serious gamer, I know that there's gonna be a WTF moment. I'm just gonna wait for it, something like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I still enjoy having those kind of moments. I live for them. Yeah, same goes for me. I think uh, the WTF moments are sort of like the plot twists, mm-hmm. which actually surprises the gamers. Whether it gives you like a mind-blowing feature or like jump scare or whatnot, it adds color and spice to the story. That's mm-hmm. just it. I mean, who would not want a good storyline in a game that you're yeah. playing? Again, uh, modern-day games right now are like our modern-day novels and movies. It's just being played, and it's an interactive uh, mm-hmm. like platform for same for you know Core and me. But so yeah, I mean, you can have you can give like a lot of WTF moments, Easter eggs, or whatnot any other day. Just you know, don't make me date both the mom and <laughs> come on, guys. Anyway, <laughs> I thought you were supposed anyway. to add something else. Anyway, <laughs> don't worry, I'm not gonna date the mom and the son. Only, only. Well, yeah, well, for me, I think um, WTF moments or plot twists are are a real dime a dozen when it comes to. Um, to gaming, I mean, it offers a really more in-depth feel on your favorite games done right. Yes. Because the problem here is, if ever that uh, going to to this approach to all to all of the games that you have can be quite tiresome eventually. I mean, if you're just expecting that something might happen for the sake of something happening, I, and I think the problem with with games like this is over time it loses its its. Uh, value unless unless you play it firsthand prior to it. Given I mean, given the internet age, everyone just reports or makes a video out of the best WTF moments, and you get spoiled and stuff. So the feeling is 
somehow diluted uh, yeah. when it comes to uh, experiencing this WTF moment. In, in in the long run, I just hope that developers can find new ways on in surprising us, giving us uh, different kinds of WTF moments. Some might be exciting, some might be lewd, some might be um, depressing. outright depressing, or some might be mind-mind-blowing experiences. For that, I'm Thor. I'm Soy. And this is The V. And we are... Pop Pixel! Pop Pixel serves your fresh weekly content on film, video games, and culture. New episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast apps. Do you love our content? You can support us on our Patreon page for our future episodes and productions. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel for weekly featured videos.